that's Brady. Go. And today we are covering the open house, which I'm very excited to cover because we're not alone in this open house. Today we have two very special guests from It's This Meets That podcast, Jared and Russ. Hello. Hi. This is Jared. <laughs> this is Russ. Nailed it. We made, we, we made it. <laughs> you made it through the open house. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you too. But before we get into the movie, why don't you guys introduce your podcast a little bit for our listeners? Yeah, Jared, why don't you do that? You're good at that shit. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's a podcast where we watch bad movies and then talk about them scene by scene. So that way you don't have to watch it. You can just listen to me and Russ. Yeah. For usually longer than the movie. Yes. Someone actually <laughs> called that out to me. They said, uh, you know, your show, your episodes take longer than the actual movie, sometimes double the length of the movie. And I said, yep. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> That's our service to the world. So fucking enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so listeners, uh, this episode will be available on our channel and as well as theirs. So definitely go over to their channel and check out the episode afterward. Um, we are going to cover this movie scene by scene on their channel. So if you would like to not have to watch the movie and just get through it with us, head on over to their channel. You can find them anywhere you get your podcasts. It's mm-hmm. called It's This Meets That. And if you already seen the movie, then hang out with us and we're going to get to nitty gritty. Yeah, I think you could get the full 4D experience if you listen to all of the episodes in one sitting. That should be five mm. hours of solid content mm. about one I'd movie. I would say 5D. 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 <laughs> yeah. But watch it like the Clone Wars. So like many start with, start, start with part two of our main episode on It's This Meets That. And yes. then go back and do the trailer trash. Yes. Then this episode of Worth Watching Once. And then part one. Part one of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like right. to call that the uh, the IMT cut. Yeah, that's the Jared and Russ cut. Yeah, the order it was intended. Yes, yeah. the way someone it's like worth us intended. Listening to once. Yes, once. Right. <laughs> Brady, why don't you kick us off with um, the synopsis here? What are we working with? I'd love to. So this is the open house. It may be the worst movie I've ever seen. It's up there. Uh, definitely the worst movie we've done on this show. Yeah, we've done some doozies, uh, but this is the open house. And it is a story uh, following a tragedy. A mother and her teen son move to a relative's vacant vacation home where eerie and unexplained forces conspire against them. Ooh. I feel like that's that gives out so much information. On Google, we just have a teenager and his mother find themselves besieged by threatening forces when they move into a new house. Yeah, that's a much more apt description of this movie. <laughs> it says nothing. Other than eerie and unexplained forces. The forces were very explainable. Right. And that one actually says it's like family members are helping out. Google's like, no, they're on their own. They're figuring it out. I appreciate it because at least like at least it says something, even how no matter how vague it is. There was a movie that Russ and I did recently on the podcast where I remember the description was something like three friends, like get into some kind of situation where they have to figure out what to do and save the day or whatever. I I said Harry Potter, right? (laughs) That's exactly what I said. Is that Lord of the Rings? Is that Harry Potter? Is that? (laughs) So this one, at least we know has a Charlie's angels. That is three friends. Perfect. So yeah, I guess I appreciate it too, but I'm just saying Google kind of, come on guys. 
Somebody fell asleep writing this synopsis. Yeah, come on, Google. Someone fell asleep watching the movie, too. <laughs> yeah. And so the IMDb rating for this is a 3.2. And that actually puts it in the bottom 100 of IMDb's ranked movies. It's at really? uh, number 52 on the 100 lowest ranked movies on IMDb. It's a wow. bad movie, folks. Yeah. Wait, but more than three? Like the, <laughs> You think the worst movies would have like a one, right? Yeah, they're they're down there. They're low. Wow. So then the other bottom 50 then has got to be 3.2 and, and down. Exactly. Is that, is that what we're getting yep, at here? That's what we're getting at. Yeah. So is this like the top of the bottom? That's a good way to put it. If you want to put in a positive light, yeah. If you want to confuse everyone. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. This movie is not a bottom. <laughs> I'm just trying to remind the listeners that this movie is still worth watching one. It's not, but we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> and so the, the Rotten Tomatoes score, we got a 13% from critics, which is shockingly high, and 8% from the audience, which I, I love that there were some people out there. Maybe some people we're talking with right now who, you know, thought the movie was worth watching or uh, whatever. Yeah. Insider tip, we know yeah. Thais does not write reviews of anything <laughs> online. So. But for this movie, I wrote, it, listen to my podcast and I'll explain exactly why I love this movie. And we actually, you know, much like uh, the Coen brothers or the Russo brothers, we have a, a dual directing credit here. Uh, Matt Angel <laughs> and Suzanne Coote. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Matt has no other credits really for directing. Um, Suzanne just felt the same. They really haven't done that much. Uh, I don't think they had any other feature films. Uh, they are working on two future projects together. So they seem to be uh, directing duo. Yeah. I was gonna say, uh, Suzanne is credited for The Heat in 2013, so that's like a movie. There's no way she directed The Heat. Did she no. direct The Heat? <laughs> Google doesn't lie. <laughs> she might have been like one of the directors. Like she was like, oh, I think she should walk from the right instead of the left. And they were like, director, you're in. And so she put it on Google. This is bad radio now. I'm looking. I'm looking this up. It's Paul Feig film. Yeah, she's only directed. She's only directed four things. Is it oh, a different? You know heat? what? She could have been a writer instead of a director. Because on Google it says director and writer, known for the open house, comma the heat. She was she was a PA. Sick. Oh yeah. She was a, she was a PA on the heat. <laughs> and by the way, that's not even. No, she, so oh, yeah, it's probably like the comma placement, right? She is a director of this and also worked on the heat. Yes. <laughs> and sick. Yeah, she was she was an intern while the heat was being filmed. Oof. Yeah. Well, this is what happens when you know you get to just edit whatever you want here. Are we holding up the heat as a good movie also? Like are we saying that oh she was a good she was involved in something good, don't worry. <laughs> don't hate on the heat. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Couple national Sorry. treasures in that movie. <laughs> Uh, national treasures can we D talk dylan? about dylan my love you talk about dylan because i got he you know he's in prisoners right? which is uh, which is a good movie dennis Villanueva, a very good very yeah. good director um and that's a legit movie worth checking out uh but dylan yeah he's in goosebumps he's in a bunch of tv shows uh i'll let thais kind of a I think she stands Dylan, so I'll let I'll let her chat about Dylan for a minute. You got one minute. One minute. Yeah, for for Dylan. He's kind of 
I got I oh so one thing like I, I he's kind of like the poor man's like Ty Sheridan. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. It was driving me nuts. I was like, man, this kid just looks like someone. I was like, you know what? He's That's just, a good description. Yeah, he's the poor man's Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan was the kid in uh, Ready Player One. Right. They look nothing alike. Eh. I can see it. I see it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Same he's like those. a he's like a dweebier tie. <laughs> yeah, they're they're the same person. It's the same yeah. human. Ty's yeah. dweebier looking. No. Oh yeah, Ty's way dweebier looking. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, he's like <laughs> I had to look up a picture because I can't remember. That's, that's a shocking take. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, I, huh. this half is gonna have to disagree. Are we splitting yes. up podcasts right now? Are Brady and I starting one? You, what's <laughs> happening right yeah. now? We're called Dylan Heads, and you guys are yeah. Dylan Hates. Worth Dylaning once over here. And I'll and I'll throw out even further there uh, that Mom is a poor lady's uh, Robin Wright. Boom! Nailed it. Whoa! Who's that? Who's Robin? Who's Robin? Whoa! That's yeah. too disrespectful to Robin Wright, I think. It is I don't, a little bit. I don't want to hop on that train. <laughs> it is a little bit, but there's some moments it's like, she's got kind of a Robin Wright thing here looking, going. I was thinking of um, what's her face from The Matrix? Carrie and Moss. Carrie and Moss. Oh, I can, I can kind of see that, actually. And you know what? Yeah. Oh my. When, I, when I was trying to remember who the mom was in this movie, I kept thinking of The Matrix because she was the mom in... Disturbia, and I think that these movies are the same. And I'm going to throw this out there even further. If you want to go deep cut reference here, she she could be uh, poor lady's uh, Valeria Golino. See, That's a see name if, I don't know. Let's see if you can pull that one out. <laughs> she, was, uh, she was she was the main love interest in Hot Shots. Looks just like her. wow, throwing it back. Wait a second. Speaking of throwing it back, can, can we talk about how today I learned Robin Wright uh, from House of Cards? As I think of her exclusively. Uh, what? What's wrong with you? No, because she that was a Horse great Gump. character. Yeah, it was a yeah, good, it was a great I was character. Just, I was just like, wait, she was Jenny? Yeah. Yeah. From the block? Je- from the from the block. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm so rattled right now. The Kevin Spacey's wife character there. Yeah, no, no, no. She was like that. What a what a turn of events. I can't oh. believe you didn't. That, that, Speaking uh, of events. Speaking know. of events, Kevin Spacey, what a turn of events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you, you can edit this out, right? Thanks. <laughs> I would say Princess Bride, by the way, for Robin Wright. I mean, but that's, yeah. you know, that's it's me being the old guy now. here. That's the old we guy. Call, regularly call Mel Gibson a Nazi on our podcast. I don't know if you guys are cool with that. Yeah, I don't know. How, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, we shit on a lot of people, so. We don't talk about Mel Gibson. On our <laughs> wow, you guys just ignore it entirely. Rule. Yeah, you can't just you gotta you gotta face it head on though. You can't just ignore that stuff, you know. I mean, I, until I he shows up on a Netflix deep. original film, I don't think he's gonna be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I, I brought carry some on. of my Irish spirit to the podcast. We just kind of bury it and we ignore the problem completely. <laughs> it's not a pro. It's not a problem if I don't see it. Exactly. So tell you, so I, I will still give you a minute here if you'd like to talk about Dylan. I don't think there's much to say, oh, but I, I want to talk about Dylan forever. Oh boy. So I think most everyone will know him from 13 Reasons Why. Even if you haven't seen the TV show, I feel like now when people see his face, they're like, oh, isn't he in that TV show that, you know, there's a ton of controversy behind it. And that's another podcast that I'm probably start on the side because I also love that show. But I actually know him from Don't Breathe. So for me, seeing him in a scary movie, it felt right. 
because that's what I know him from a scary movie called Don't Breathe. And if you guys haven't seen Don't Breathe, it's definitely worth watching three times. It's the one where kids break into a house because they want to like steal shit. Oh, that's the one with the blind guy, right? The old, yeah. the old blind man. Yeah, my yeah, my guy, Steve, Stephen Lang. I heard his his heart is good. You know, we we talked about. Oh, this. Stephen Lang was yeah. in uh, Conan, Conan the Barbarian. Wow. So six degrees, huh? Yeah, it all comes back around. So Dylan's in that. He basically plays the same character as Open House, and also stupid teenager. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Who invited? Shut up, old man. (laughs) (laughs) Get off my lawn. (laughs) But yeah, Dylan can't can't do any run. But also, he is the lead singer for Wallows. Right, I forgot. Yep. I know nothing (laughs) about that band I just saw that was like all of his acting credits recently. Minette? Minette? I think it's Minette, right? Minetti? Minetti, I bet. Get over here, Minetti. Hand in your gun and your badge, Minetti. Right? You're done. You're done in this town. Being a stupid teenager. (laughs) I was three days away from retirement. (laughs) Wow, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Dylan, Minette, Minet, Minier, Minetti. Mm. However you go by, DM there, my dungeon master. Minette. Love you, always and forever. Uh, He has, like, the best voice like the lowest freaking like adam's apple let's do this business i'm gonna cut this out i feel like this podcast is going a different route right now so i'm like (laughs) i don't know you gotta like we you gotta take a page out of our book we just insult the people that we want on our podcast because it's like they will feel like they need to come and defend themselves or if you give them compliments like they hear that all the time but you say like no he's gonna need to defend himself you suck for all the sexy things i'm gonna say about him what jesus christmas (laughs) All right, so Piercy Dalton plays his mother, and Who's she that? really, uh, yeah, she's been in a bunch of shorts, a couple of TV credits, but really nothing much. Oh, uh, a I short, don't like the trailer for this movie. Yeah, yeah, she was in the trailer. Yep. <laughs> was she in the short The Empty House? Have you guys seen that one? No. It's good. What? How's it going, Jared? <laughs> what? No, that's a real. That's like a real short. It's good. It's like you know, award-winning horror short. There, The Empty House. Anyway, go on. <laughs> I've not seen it, but she's, she's not really nothing else. I don't know what drew her to this project or what project she's drawn to in general, uh, or what. Maybe she was dating she Matt had Angel. To get involved. Short ones. Maybe they were friends. <laughs> Matt maybe Angel is like thirty years old. Yeah. So. So maybe nice. they were dating. Um, Anything's possible. Russ is forty, and we're friends. Whoa! 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 <laughs> Shots fired! Jesus! God. That was some collateral damage there, Tice. Jesus. <laughs> Just thrown out out there like, well, Russ, God. Is, Russ is 40. He's useless. Might as well bring him out back and yeah, shoot. Who are you? <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> much what I heard. Trying to take Russ to the glue no, factory. That's pretty much what I just heard. Uh, you know, I, my legs are fine. I can still run. No okay? one said you're useless. I don't know. That's what I heard. Brady, the way you were like, oh, that can't. Because I said maybe they were dating. And you're like, no, that can't work. They can't know each other. Like, he's too young. And I was like, but there's a big age gap. Wait, yeah. <laughs> How old is what's her face? What would you call her? Pier- Piercy? Is- Piercy? Pierce Brosnan? It's Piercy. Piercy Dalton. Yeah, how old is she? We don't know. Old enough to party? No, she's old she enough to have is. a teenage son, so I'd say probably like late 30s, early 40s. No. Late 30s? Russ! <laughs> what? <laughs> how many late 30s people do you know with teenagers? <laughs> it's certainly uh, possible. You but... start, yeah, come on. Do the math. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, I she's pegged 40. her at 45. 
Oh, what? No, she's, 40. she's 40. Yeah. 81. I'm going to throw it out there as the she's old guy. 81? Oh my God, she's rushed. She's your, what day? What's your birthday? February 24th. Wow, 81. So her and I are the same age. Look at that. Hey, Pierce, if you want to go on a date, let me know. Single. Love that. Didn't you call her useless? <laughs> I didn't call her useless. You called me useless. You called yourself <laughs> useless. I'm, but comparing yourself to her, therefore was, you called her useless. I was just taking what I heard. As far as other actors in the movie, I didn't even bother to look at anyone else because it's like, uh, I mean, who? So Aaron Abrams, though, no relation to JJ, I don't think, but he's been in a lot of stuff. Really? Maybe, maybe it's just like a random guy, but. Wait, what is he in? Brady? You don't know this one? He I don't know Aaron Abrams. No, he's, he's the dad. He's the dad who has a, what a terrible accent. He had an accent in the movie? Yeah. Wait, he had an accent? Did you guys watch Oh, him? yeah. He's a big TV you... guy. <laughs> what? He's in a ton of TV shows. Yeah, he was in Hannibal and he was in... Uh, um... I just watched Hannibal like a few months ago, too. I, I don't remember this guy, this character. He was probably like doorman number five or something, which is my dream, by the way, to be like an extra somewhere. Like, that's my credited. I'm like credited as like kid sitting on bench, old guy sitting up. I wouldn't be kid. I'd be like old guy sitting on bench. I just looked him up. I still don't. I still don't know who he is. I don't either, but he just he's got way more credits than everyone else, but it's probably just mostly like he was on the set. Okay, for... but the woman who plays Martha, she actually got like a Emmy Award. She's worth mentioning. Martha. Uh Patricia B Bethune. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Oh, she's in a bunch of stuff. True Blood, Mad Men, General Hospital. Yeah, she, she's been in a bunch of things. You guys didn't recognize her in the movie? She won for General Hospital. No, I don't really recognize her. She was in the Lost World Jurassic Park, labeled credited as Screamer. <laughs> nice. 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 Seinfeld. She was Walker number th Walker number three. Teacher, museum goer number two, bailiff, <laughs> waitress. I think her, her her one of her names is PB Hutton. By the way, I think PB Hutton is actually like her stage name or something. Acting is a grind, huh? Yeah, you know that's the stuff you don't see. These yeah. people are just museum goer too, and screamer and bailiff. Like, yeah, you gotta. You really know. gotta scratch and claw and show up every day, every minute, every second. It's really such a grind. Shout out to those people who who give it a go. Yeah. You're so much nicer mm. than we are. <laughs> I can't wait till we do our episode. <laughs> yeah, dude, the movies you do are so bad, though. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to all the grinders out there. I, I didn't even watch Conan, but like just listening to it, I was like, this movie is so unwatchable. <laughs> so it really was. You'd think Jason Momoa would be better. I, I expect that. more from him. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, you can cut all this out. That's fine. Sorry, so what, what do you... Sorry. But wait a second. I Oh, here he is. Sharif? Sharif. He's been in everything. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. What? Yeah, yeah, he was a Nova. He was a resting he's a pilot. 4400. Oh, pilot number three. Just because you're in something, you're not worth talking about. So getting getting to the movie itself, I mean, there's not much to say about this movie that hasn't already been said about Afghanistan. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It was <laughs> atrocious and didn't have a lot of, did it have any positive traits, any good qualities to discuss? Yes. So... <laughs> Before I can don't talk say about Dylan Minetti. Don't say don't say Dylan Minetti. Yeah, don't. Uh, he is one, if not the most positive <laughs> aspect of this movie. Um, but no, listeners, if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want spoilers, I suggest you guys pause now, 
go watch the movie or listen to It's This Meets That episode of this movie where we're going to cover it scene by scene and then come back to our podcast um, this episode and listen to the rest of what we have to say. So positives. I'm going to come out and say it from the beginning. The end of this movie is brilliant. I love it. No, it's I not. I love it so much. <laughs> brilliant. What? I, <laughs> because my biggest gripe with scary movies, and I love horror movies. Scary movies are great, but no one knows how to end it, right? Like, how do you end a story? Lots of ways. Right. But some, but they usually get it wrong. And I thought this movie, because of how bad it was going throughout this whole movie, I thought it was going to end on, like, on a good note. And I'm like, that's just going to make me more angry because it's like, you made me sit through this garbage for them to like make it out alive. No, I don't think so. The fact that no one survives makes this movie worth watching once. And that's my hot take. Huh? Um, uh, you know what? I will, I will, if you spin it correctly, I agree with you where this movie is so bad and was so boring that when you got to the ending, I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> the mom's dead. The kid's dead. Yeah. Cool. Everybody's dead. Yeah. That's great. Did they need the extra scene at the end? I, I will agree with you that that is, I, I do like that they died at the end, yes. but that doesn't save the movie. That doesn't make it worth watching. The movie's right still stunk. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like just because, just like Afghanistan, Soviets did it first, probably, where everyone dies at the end. It didn't go well there either. <laughs> So I agree with Brady just because the ending Whoa. was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. All right. I see what, I see what kind of podcast you're Dragging you me into that uh, analogy. Uh, yeah. So I, I agree. Wait, I thought that was the analogy you made earlier. Pretty sure it was, Jared. I think our work is done here. Yeah. It's called yeah. a callback, Brady. It's called set up and payoff. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I get it. Yeah, worth watching once for sure. <laughs> if only to see the Goosebumps kid in a serious role. Uh, does anyone here wear eye contact? Like eye contacts? I have eye I will contacts. Eye contacts, right? Eye con yeah. yeah, contacts. Sorry. Um, I would say that's a, that was a pretty accurate and positive moment. They showed how to take out and put in <laughs> eye contacts in this movie. Okay, so <laughs> these are the things I hated about the movie. <laughs> Twice. Uh, all of the foreshadowing in the movie was so obvious. <laughs> Foreshadowing? Is yes. that what you're calling it now? Yeah. Okay, okay. Foreshadowing. Foresh okay, so you know how like in scare, like I'll give you the biggest example. Although I did like how it wasn't what I was expecting. So here's a good thing about the movie. Okay, moving on. So when Dylan gets into the house for the first time, right? And he's like doing a little home tour. He's walking in the rooms. He gets into one room and there's a rocking chair and he kind of like touches and it starts rocking. In my head, because the first time I watched this movie, and I just want to say that today was the third time I've watched this movie. But the first time I watched this movie, I thought that this movie was going to be a paranormal thing, right? Like I thought a ghost is going to be in the house. It's going to be something like the, the grudge where, you know, they're telling you like, leave the house. We were all murdered here. Like maybe the ghosts are like the good guys, even though you're made to believe they're bad because they're ghosts or whatever. So I thought when he touched the rocking chair and it started rocking on its own, I was like, oh, that shit's going to rock on its own later on. But the rocking chair does come back into play, but a little more sinister where the mom's tied up and she's being beaten up on the rocking chair. 
boom foreshadowing wow good catch what because she is tied up in the rocking chair at the end right the rocking chair comes back huh. when it shows him because mm. the scene was kind of weird of him getting ready in the bathroom right he went for his run he's like oh i gotta go brush my teeth whatever and he like goes into the bathroom and they like make it a point to show that he's like taking his contacts out and like how weird that is and whatever. I'm like, well, that's gonna come back into play later on. Yes. He's gonna lose his glasses and then he's not gonna be able to see anything and you know, he's gonna stumble and fall or whatever. Yeah. That got brought back again, right? Cause then the <laughs> the killer takes out his okay, that scene when he's taking out his contacts, why were his eyes open? Just close your eyes. Hey, do we wanna hold on? Do you wanna bounce back? Cause like I do have a lot of comments about the whole eye contact thing, but do, do we wanna yes. bounce back and forth there or, or you not? You can bounce back as much as you want. Okay. Well, real real quick, Russ, before you talk about eye contacts, I, yeah. I don't want to applaud this movie for having basic storytelling. Like right. they show something that like it comes into play later. Yeah. But it comes into play in an unexpected way because I like you didn't say anything about the rocking chair, so a you missed it. And no, because it's just a rocking chair. But but then you're not thinking like ahead, and that's why this movie was like, hey viewer, remember this because it's gonna come back, but not in the way you expect. Boom, good movie, worth watching once. It's <laughs> like it's like somebody went to like a script writing run one class, and they were like, they're like, hey, if you put stuff in the beginning, make sure that you actually use it later on because it's shitty when you don't. Check off the rocking like, chair. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. But it added to the eeriness because like everything's going missing, right? Like the phone's missing, the cereal bowl's being moved around, you know, the pilot keeps going out. Like it just, it added to the eeriness. A rocking chair. But there's nothing creepy about a rocking chair. Yeah. If or it's rocking on its a... own, it's fucking creepy. And if your mom's tied up being True. beaten up by a serial killer... Yeah, that's creepy. My mom does love rocking chairs. Yeah, a good rocking chair is pretty nice, especially on like a summer day. Love a good through. rocking chair. Glass of iced tea on the porch. Yeah. So yeah. He, you took something that you love, a rocking chair, an innocent rocking chair, mm. and turned it into something very and sinister. To a death mangled finger trap. Yeah. Okay. I'd buy that for right? a dollar. Yeah. fingers. Mm. Mm. Bit of a stretch, but I buy it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not buying it. <laughs> and that's why I like this movie too. Throughout the whole movie, it's it's very slow. It's like the slowest burn of all time, right? Oh my god! <laughs> I would say, but I would be cautious of saying slow burn because I feel like we've something a slow burn. It's like intense. Slow burn is a payoff. Yeah, it's this like didn't have a payoff. This you didn't just... think it was a payoff watching people hold like, hold get... the dark was a slow burn. That's this a brilliant great. example of a slow burn. Well, that was a good movie. <laughs> that was a great movie. That was a fantastic. This is an movie. awful movie. Yeah. So it was not a slow burn. It was just it was either a burn or a slow. It was a dumpster fire, a slow dumpster fire. I'm not, I'm not super angry that I watched it. He usually is very angry about everything. I'm not angry. I'm, I'm, I'm not angry. I watched it at all. Are you disappointed? It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed that someone thought it should be made. I guess that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so how would you have made it better? Well, here's here's one thing. I've said this before, I think, <laughs> on this show, about a general horror movie rule. Really the number one rule of horror movies, the, the characters have to make choices that the audience can relate to. Or else you're just like, why did they do this? Why, why, is, why is she walking down in the basement with no shoes on? She's walking on barefoot. Fucking shoes on, lady. Put, put some clothes on. <laughs> She's like walking like 10 scenes in a row. She just has a towel on. Like Magic. put some sweatpants on or something. Yeah. 
It's like uh, the pilot light goes out and she just keeps blaming her son. It's like, dude, maybe something else is happening. Yeah. Like, but she's oh, grieving. Oh, hope my towel doesn't fall off around my sexy teenage son. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah, that's okay. That's the vibe I got. She's, yeah. His mom's in the shower. He just blows into the bathroom. Right. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, go up, mom, you know, knock on the door. Be like, what's up? You guys don't do that? No, we don't do that. No. I live alone, I Thais. <laughs> I don't live in my mom's basement. <laughs> just want yeah, everyone so to know that. Da- so growing up, your da- your dad was taking a shower. You just like bust into the bathroom and like grab stuff all the time. No, I would do it with my mom. Right. So different. But still a parent. Mm. I, anyway, I think there was a major lack of logic in in the movie. Like, and the the movie tried to do things to to jump scare you that yes. didn't make any sense. Like the kids laying in bed, and they do like the hand reaching for them, and that's yeah. like just a realtor trying to. Like, what realtor would do that? Like, you just knock on the door and be like, hey, buddy, like, you know, you got to be out of the house in half an hour. Wait you would second. run in like a whirlwind and like jump well, scare maybe him. because he was dreaming so like into his sleep, like he didn't hear the door knock. So then what is the realtor going to do? He woke up by like a hand reaching to him. Yeah. Right. So he woke, but I'm just saying like, maybe he missed the knock. Maybe we didn't see that. And that was the last resort was for this guy to like shake this kid it's, away. It's a cheap way that the directors try to scare you in a scene that isn't scary at all yeah it's just, I scared. It's just a gimmick i think the, the the realtors the realtors are the real i think enemies oh, yeah. the real antagonist yeah. is this movie. well it was ed right yeah until it was ed yeah no. squirrely bastard and the second time he's like floating around the house like sorry i'm still here like scares a shit no, like another jump scare is, it's like dude relax. It's unknown. Yeah. whoa i gotta get in that car that's waiting out for me out front there's no car i will say as soon as the repair guy showed up i was like yep it's him yeah, but it's also not him. Yeah, this guy's. This I guy's also definitely thought the same killer. thing too. It's like this guy. It wasn't him. No, it's no one we know. We it, the killer is unknown. That's even worse. It's the man in black. Actually, that's his name. Will Smith is the killer. Yeah, man. They rolled up to a house about seven or eight. So yeah, okay, Brady. I do agree with you that the characters weren't acting like real people in these situations. At any point. But like a lot of scare movies, like don't. Yeah, it's a pretty classic. And it was still fun, and yeah. it is like creepy like the idea that somebody is like hiding in your house like anytime they got a phone call and she's like i just hear us like it's just an echo of us you're like oh my god they're calling from inside the house but then you'd also be like why aren't they even looking around the house maybe because they're grieving and they can't think straight so they're not considering that somebody's in the house although i will say the monologue the open house monologue which is pretty much yeah he goes mom have you ever thought about how weird open houses are? You give your keys to someone you hardly even know, and then they stand in one room, and then also meet a bunch of complete strangers, and those people just roam around the house, and then the realtor doesn't even check the house when it's done, right? And then you just turn the lights off and you go, and the mom's like, well, now I'm not sleeping. <laughs> and he's like, well, maybe you shouldn't. And I was like, all right, if you have to explain the concept of the movie in your movie, yeah. Then it's a terrible movie. He's the murderer, right? Yeah. No, I the think kid's so. not the murderer. Maybe it's the house. That was the writers like putting in a conversation they had that developed, yeah. led to the development of the movie, and just put it in the script. That's like that's exactly what it is. Literally, what I wrote. It's a two. It's Matt and and Susanna here. They had a, they had a conversation one night over a couple of beers, and he went on. One of them went on a little rant about open houses, like jokingly, and they're like, you know what? It's a pretty good concept for yeah. a horror movie. Yeah. What if uh, just the repair man? But we'll make yeah. it someone else. But it's definitely the repair guy. It's not uh, the repair man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the deal with open houses? The repair guy with all that information too. <laughs> 
That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it really is. It's so embarrassing to put that in the movie. But what? it was still creepy. It's so <laughs> it had an eeriness to it with like the crawling camera and the music. I did like the usage of like the music's, you know, scary and loud. And then suddenly it goes away when like you're going to hear the thumping. And then you like expect the thump, but then the mom like screams. So then you get like a double like, because <gasps> then like things are happening that you're not expecting. So it had like some nice little bits, you know, just because like you ordered a weird pizza, you know, and you didn't like some of your bites. Overall, you still had a pizza. And you liked it. That's an interesting huh. take. <laughs> yep. <laughs> No, that makes sense. I mean, like, oh yeah, this is a pretty tasty pizza. It stinks. There was mold all over it, but like, luckily I ate around it. <laughs> the, the nicest thing I can say about this movie is it's movie melatonin. It's something you can put on and just kind of pass out to. <laughs> like every time I watched it, I felt yeah. sleepy. You didn't jump at all at anything. No. None of you. No. Not a, not. I didn't no. even think. Nothing about scary it. happened. Did nothing. Nothing crossed my mind. Even think about well, that. Well, you were writing notes the whole time. I kept thinking about like the square yeah. footage of the place. How many bathrooms are there? How much would this place actually go for in the market? Why are they having such a hard time selling it? I kept thinking like, why are they showing her <laughs> butt ass naked in the shower? For I was also thinking about no like reason. her sister who's wearing an extremely short skirt to a funeral uh, mm -hmm. in the very beginning there, and I was like, whoa, was. hey sis. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh. I didn't didn't <laughs> yeah. notice. You didn't notice? Oh, you shit oh me. Who was the sister? Was the sister an actor too? That, yes, she the, stuff? the blonde haired woman in the very beginning, dude. Who offers them the house? They have the uh, conversation outside. The mom's smoking. I'm going to ask this. I'm going to ask this again. Did you watch the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yes, I did. I did. Is this a con? Oh, did you just make me watch this movie? She's and only in that else? one part. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. She calls later. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah the The aunt supposedly rich right because a the outfit that she's wearing to the funeral b this like oh our cabin in the woods and she's not helping her sister she's like oh i want to help any way i can how about you just your sister fucking money instead of just saying oh go stay at our house that we're like yeah. selling go nice. go like go make sure my house is clean uh There's between open whole, houses whole financial <laughs> debt thing kind of storyline going on too right and it's just like yeah you know, it's just so weird. why wouldn't the sister help hey you know mm -hmm. i think a weekend getaway up in the mountains in a mountain lodge you know i think that helps clear the head being a really scary but, like, three thousand square foot apart home you know why not like help your sister out with her debt is she like super rich i mean she that's their second home yeah that's their cabin that's like their was, extra house that's dude. their yeah. extra house it was a fucking huge mansion. Is she supposed to sell her extra house just to like get no, her no. sister out yeah. of debt? No, what? Jared, oh. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eat the rich, Brady. Redistribute the wealth. It's a pretty big <laughs> no, theme I'm... on uh, It's This Means That, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we Socialism. cover all sorts of topics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying if she has all this money, right? If she has an extra house in the woods, mansion we're saying house if she has an extra mansion yeah. that she's just like oh we're not really using it so we're just gonna like sell it like whatever <laughs> then she has enough money to help her sister out yeah but it's tough it's pretty tough to ask for help for that stuff you know i don't know we're calling that a mansion you wouldn't call that a mansion Brady, that place is huge tell the yeah. listeners i mean the basement was mansion-esque I was going to go. Don't have basements. I was going to go into this, by the way. Uh, so the sister tells her to go up there. Like, had she been down in the basement and checked out the basement at all? Like, have she? Has her sister even been in this home? Because, like, 
Second of all, she's clearly not rich because she doesn't have the fucking water heater fixed. Like, come on. Like, okay, the water heater's not broken. Yeah. It seemed I like it's me. I don't know. No, yeah, the pilot not... kept shutting off. Yeah, yeah so because something's the wrong. guy kept going down to the base. Yeah, that was a busted-ass oh pilot. No one watched this movie. Yeah, I think, I think the actual enemy was the house. I think the house actually killed everyone. Oh, it's like it's like a Woody Allen movie where the house is the main character. It's a character. but it was a lot like a Woody Allen movie. I don't know. It was worth watching once, though. Why? <laughs> uh, no, I did have fun. I did have fun. Because Jared's getting the <laughs> no, look. I did have fun most of the movie. Like the, I mean, the kid from Goosebumps, I feel like he really showed off his range in this one. Like, I was like, oh, I didn't know this kid could be a, a serious actor also. Like, and I was a potentially Olympic runner, track star. Oh, my oh, God. And a track star, yeah. Can we yeah. talk about that? So to be an Absolutely. Olympic runner, you have to run a mile under four minutes and nine seconds. He was so far off. <laughs> like a solid Grotesquely minute. Grotesquely far off. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on, kid, get out of here. Yeah. Yes. He's a minute 20 off. You wanted to go to the J- J- Japan Olympics in 2018. This is pre-pandemic. Yeah. Japan Olympics was supposed to be last year. There's no way he would have qualified. I know. No. I know. He's not right. getting there. Sorry. Go on. And also, speaking of 2018, that was one of the things that bothered me about this movie, too, um, was, like, the lack of technology and how, like... <laughs> When he can't call 911 because the SIM card is out. Like, no, you can call 911 even if your SIM card is out. And I remember watching this movie and thinking, like, wait, what kind of phone is this? How can they take out the SIM card? Because aren't iPhones, like, you would have to, like, break up the whole fucking back out of it to get the... Oh, you like... No, you can take them out easily. You just pop no, out the side. We haven't made those type of phones since, like, 2016. This is a 2018 movie. And if it takes place in 2018... I have mine right now. I can pop it out. Wait, on on the iPhone, you can just press and it pops out. You don't need one of like the pin on the Android phones that on the Android phone you can't. No, you just yeah. There's a little there's a little button. You just press there the pin no and boop pops space out. Space on my Android. Anytime I get a new iPhone, I pop it out and right. switch it. I mean, my phone is simless, so I agree with you. Has been since before 2018. I don't even have a SIM card in my phone. Don't need one. Boom. Regardless, logic like, issues in the movie. Bananas logic out, issues. Uh, how did everyone feel about the time changing uh, in this movie? Oh. Holy yeah. shit. Well, first of all, the open house is like six hours long. More than that. It was like seven plus. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. like, it was supposed to be from 11 to five and then it ended up being from earlier until like, 10 to five. Well, yeah. because the sign says 10 to five. Yeah. It said, they said 11 to five. The it sign did. said 10, 10 to, five. to five. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking, come on. And then it ran late. Shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, Just shut it down. Fun question here. What if this movie took place now in this housing market? Would this serial killer be able to have attacked people inside that's the house? That's a great question. This is a it's a pretty poor serial killer like mo to have because like if the market's different, if it shifts, yeah. like it's not a buyer's market, and people aren't selling home. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not going to have as many killings going on. But maybe it works out because then like kind of breaks up the pattern and people can't figure out you know because it changes every you know. And I know we touched upon it a little bit, but who do you think like the killer is? Repair or guy. who did you think throughout the movie were I thought you it was, suspecting everybody? I thought it was the dad. I thought, it was dad I thought he faked his back. own death. Yeah. yeah. You said that in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this guy definitely faked his own death just to like, get out of his annoying wife like, and his asshole kid who's definitely not going to the Olympics. No, he's definitely not going to the Olympics. What does he know? He knows nothing. Yeah, um, and I he doesn't know how to speak Japanese too. either, so it's not going to work. Uh, can we talk about the dad's death too? A little, just for like a moment. Like That scene yes. was just, um, I don't know. Sad. I yeah. thought it was kind of funny. Lame. Yeah, he forgot I, the milk. Yeah, 
And then, oh, oh, speaking of foreshadowing here, then she couldn't drink milk for the rest of her life because if she went to the fucking grocery store and she saw milk, she's like, oh, I'm sad, milk. It's like, come on. Like, that's going right. to remind you of... Dylan couldn't listen to the song anymore throughout the whole movie. But wasn't he listening to it, though? He listened to it constantly. He was trying to, but then every time he did, yeah. he would, like, remember. And then, actually, the, uh, the nightmare where he goes down to the basement and and his dad turns around and his like eyes are bleeding and is like the best part of the movie whatever that was the best part of the movie um <laughs> when i first rewatched the movie so <laughs> i guess i should i should mention this the first time i watched the movie i completely forgot about it this movie was for the edible and then i was furloughed because of the pandemic and i decided to rewatch it and so i'm looking at netflix and it says like you know, you've already viewed this. I'm like, what are you talking Why about? Why do you want to do this remember. again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. It was like, yeah. So I, I watched it. I didn't remember anything. Like, it did not stick in my head from the first time I watched the movie. So me re-watching it kind of felt like the first time. And that scene in the basement, it didn't click until today when I watched it again. That that was the last time he saw his dad dead in the basement no the eyes bleeding in the that's oh, how yeah. he saw his dad for the last time right mm. but the first time i saw the rewatch the movie <laughs> i actually looked up what it meant to dream of people's like eyes bleeding and choking up blood oh. and it means that you feel guilt about a situation pertaining to that person which kind of does fit the movie because he does feel guilty for not going into the store with his dad. Like maybe had he gone in and reminded him of the milk, then he wouldn't have walked out so early. Mm. And the guy, you know, who had a heart attack. Did anyone catch that? Yeah. The driver had a heart attack. Is that what it was? I hated that also. Ugh. Yeah. I didn't even, I was, I was wondering if they're going to like talk about that. I was like, this car just sped up and just hit him. Like what the fuck's going on here? Just I guess the heart attack. had a heart attack. Huh. Um, but when... I was watching the movie again. My mom and I started texting. She's like, oh, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm watching this movie. And she goes, oh, weird. I've already seen it, but I don't remember it. And I was like, oh, I guess everyone has that problem. Here's a theme running with this movie. (laughs) So when it ended, mom texts me. Uh, She goes, the movie wasn't too bad, despite the many predictable scenes. It just needs a better ending. She goes, who the hell was that guy? It feels like the story stopped without an ending. So that's a hot take from my mom. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> it was nice. the plumber. Shout out to your mom also. Yeah. It looks kind of like the plumber. Yeah, it was the plumber. It did. And, I, and that's what I mean. There are a lot of red herrings throughout this movie. Mm. You suspect everybody. But then that's what makes it great and also bad is because it's not anyone that you suspected. Like, ha you fell for all of it. But it's just some fucking rando that's just killing people, just like going to open houses and killing people. Poor Martha, huh? Yeah, poor Martha. Oh, yeah, let's talk about her storyline. That was stupid. <laughs> the real victim. Yeah. No. Did Martha no. die? But even worse, she has to have Alzheimer's, right? Yeah. yeah. She lost her mind. Some say. Yeah. It was pretty goofy mm-hmm. though the scene where he like find, where he runs Thomas out in the shot. field and he like lays down in like some like uh, like a crevice there. He's like hiding from the guy. It was like nighttime, and then all of a sudden, Martha just comes like poking him from the left side. I was like, "Is this like what is going on right now?" Great comedic. And she's timing. just kind of like, "This is our house." I was like, "What are you doing here? What is happening?" 
It was goofy. I do have a question about that scene because at this point, like no one's at the house as far as we know, right? Like the mom and the son well, show up at the house. Mom's in the basement at that point. No, 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 no. I'm Dead. saying Bleed the out. timeline of this whole movie. Oh, okay. No one has lived in this house Correct. for a while. They're selling it. So that night when Logan wakes up, someone's knocking at the door and then the car lights are just at the door and then it starts honking and he goes outside and there's no one out there. And then Martha shows up and she's like, what, this is our house. And he's like, you're confused. This is our house. And he runs back in the house, yep. right? Yep. Up to this point, like we don't, we haven't thought, the, <laughs> we smart viewers have thought of this, but the movie hasn't made it clear that it's somebody showing up at an open house and staying, like overstaying their welcome. Because then it's the very next day when the open house starts that we get the scene of just the man's boots coming into the house. Yep. So was it the man turning the car on and hitting the the horn? Like, had he been at this open house from the beginning? Because, like, we do see the mom, like, swerve her car, right? Seeing a man in the middle of the road and she swerves mm-hmm. the car. Yep. So does he live in the area? Was he already at the open house? Just case in the joint, probably. For- yeah. Hey, I mean, that, that was an open house for a long time. So I think he was yeah. just like casing it out. He's like, what a perfect place to do some killing. It's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, lots of square footage, creepy basement with some yeah. weird stuff in a little tunnel, which they don't explain that at all. That's just there. No, that tunnel's weird. It's like, okay. And I thought that I was waiting for when he walked down that tunnel. I was like, cool, this is going to be some weird superstition. Something's going to happen here. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Cool. I just Maybe all I needed all I needed was like a like a little I just needed it to be yeah. like him coming around that corner as being like it being like pitch black there like there's another tunnel that's smaller and then some eyes light up and I'm like yeah I'm in there's something down there anything <laughs> interesting at all no but they the most couldn't interesting do thing in the basement was uh, mom dying a broken step and fucking pilot light that can't stay on you know one thing about Martha she has Martha, Alzheimer's Martha, Martha. yeah how did she show up and she's like. Hey, oh, you're Logan. Never met you before, but oh, and I remember you're Naomi. Never met you, but I remember. I have your very names. good memory of the things I ah. just learned, yeah. which is not not how it works. No, yeah. yeah. very good point. She was she was uh, creepy. Great point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like sick character, guys. Yeah. Well, you know, they turned Alzheimer's into creepiness, which you know, it's messed up, man. I don't approve. Don't approve. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's All the about. proceeds from this episode of Worth Watching Once are going to some Alzheimer's foundation. Right, Tyson Brady? Uh, <laughs> and Jared's going to be matching our donation. <laughs> exactly, yeah. As is USA, where characters come to live. <laughs> what a guy. Uh, if you... We would have donated, but we forgot. Do you guys have any ideas of how the sequel would be? Wait... This is a hypothetical sequel, right? Yeah, better. <laughs> is there is there a greenlit sequel? So no. at the, when the movie came out in 2018, okay. no. there was talk about it. What? And it would have come out in 2021. What? But I don't think it was ever greenlit. No, it's no, there's no way that's happened. It's just two people talking and being like, I don't know, maybe. No. Okay. I'd like that better actually, because make they can make it like an anthology or something. Like I want to see. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, do you kind of want to? Maybe they'll make the next one good. <laughs> right? Like I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on the sixth one. Hopefully, this like is the good saw. one. Like the, you have to like do a few, and some of them are good, some of them are bad. <laughs> yeah, I think the first was good. One was good. The rest yeah, were terrible. The first, couple, <laughs> the first one was good. Carrie, oh, the fifth ew. one was pretty good. I thought. 
Is that F five? So I have Fast an idea for it's one. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you have you have a sequel planned already? I have a sequel planned. Great. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Let's do this. What do you guys think of? It's gonna be called like Open House. More open. <laughs> Even house year. Even. <laughs> Fully Wide staged, open, <laughs> open house, fully staged. Fully staged. Ooh, I like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, seller's market. Seller's market. No, just be a dead market. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, so in this movie, it's a family. Uh, you know, house, uh, house, <laughs> sorry. Oh, you got like your thing. stereotypical like American family. Um, you know, like two kids, you know, husband, wife, yep. husband, husband, you know, yep. yeah. and they're trying to sell the house when suddenly shit starts to go wrong, right? Every time they try to have like an open house, you know, shit gets on fire or like weird animals are coming in, things are being just like messed around with, like things are going missing and like they can never sell this house. So this family is just being like tortured by something and they can't figure it out and they're like we just need to leave with like we need the money now like we need to leave now and they can't because all the shit keeps going wrong and then the big twist at the end after the kids have been killed after the significant other has been killed you only have like the one parent left the husband yep he finds out that the killer is actually logan oh shit and the kill and the guy he's killing is the killer from the first movie what oh. what what afghanistan all over again what <laughs> so like it... <laughs> what uh yeah so like it makes you think that it's just like a you know poor family oh no like blah 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 but you're like no like right at the end well, i mean they... that guy's wife didn't do anything well, maybe you find out that she really was involved. Ooh. She was helping. Ooh, the she was the real estate agent. She was. And Ed, Ed, Ed was the kid. Ed's the kid. Yeah, oh, everybody's okay. involved. Now I'm back you in. find out that everyone's involved. I think the real estate agents uh, should be like real related to the killer, and they're trying to like help him, and they they find the places for him to come and kill people. That's what we just said, Russ. Okay, I wasn't listening. I was like, <laughs> I was reading something else. I heard you guys say kid and something. I was like, ah, what? Yeah. No, come on. This is actually what it should be. Don't worry. Cool idea, but hold on. Let me let me say it so it sounds better. <laughs> Wait, guys. Can you explain? <laughs> Sorry, I was stuck looking at a photo of Dylan Minetti here. I was like, why is he? Yeah. He's why is his photo like this? He's like, like is that his headshot? And he's just like, yeah. Uh, Brady, thinking. can you explain to the listeners what Russ is doing? Yeah. I honestly can't. <laughs> no one can. Have you seen he's Psych? Just... Just Man, looking, just at look, Dylan. Just looking at Dylan, and then I'm just repeating what you guys are saying and making it sound cooler. That's all. Uh, that 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 movie, sorry that 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 idea sounds already a thousand times better than this first movie. But this first yeah. movie needs to exist though for those things to happen. But yeah, it, exactly. it's it laid out yeah. you know, the perfect uh, road. The perfect for... matter. <laughs> This is the foundation. This is the Rocky Foundation for my next awesome movie idea. The Rocky Foundation is the charity that we'll be donating <laughs> to after this. <laughs> Rocky yeah. famously had uh, dementia <laughs> in his later later life. I think that's concussions. Well, speaking of the realtor, 
this episode was actually sponsored by West Coast Realty. West Coast Realty is the number one realty group in California. We interrupt this broadcast with an important public safety announcement. Terror has been sweeping through nondescript locations in California as bodies pile up around various homes for sale. Dubbed by the media the open house horror, the suspect is considered to have arms, spooky boots, and is extremely dangerous. If your house is for sale, we are urging you, dear listener, to reconsider. No one knows when, or where, or who, or how he'll strike next. And it probably won't be until the last few minutes when it's basically over anyway. If you see someone, make sure you're not being a dummy and that you're wearing your prescription lenses to help police identify the killer. Nowhere safe. Not even your house. Especially not your house. So what are you waiting for? Call Joni McAllister at 909-428-7404 today and sell your home now. West Coast Realty. Not just another generic realty group. Wait, we do closing thoughts now? We do. So, closing thoughts not worth watching <laughs> once. I say worth watching once for me. Uh, I'm not angry that I saw it. Some of the movies Russ and I do, I'm angry that we watch. This one was like, huh, okay, worth watching <laughs> huh. once. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Huh. All right. Huh. Yeah. Good. To, I get good to see that Goosebumps kid huh. doing a serious role for once. Serious. Uh, yeah. I'm, I just uh, I just yeah. want to understand uh, water heater technology better. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Tice, what did you think? <laughs> what's your What's your final argument on why this is worth watching once? Listen, before I get there. Okay. This is before. Russ, to answer your question on water heating technology, uh-huh. the thermal coupler. Mm-hmm. Coupler. Nope. Copper, okay. <laughs> nope. That's, nope. Oh, you're right. <laughs> nope. That's not, it. That's, not, that's not it. Sorry. <clears throat> what is it? Coupler? Coppler. No, say copper. Keep... I said coppler. I know. That's why. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick with coupler. <laughs> <clears throat> the thermal coupler was the issue, according to the plumber. So that answers your question. Now, do you say that the movie is worth watching? <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, didn't Luke Skywalker? He was trying to go and get some thermal couplings, I think, as well. So you know, I think everyone has to check their thermal couplings from if you're in a galaxy far away or if you're right here and you have an open house. You should check these things before you put your house in the market. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's worth watching so people understand that. Like, yeah, check the thermal couplings because if you don't, you're not going to sell the house. Nailed it. Yeah. Hard to argue. Yeah. I still say that the movie is worth watching once because it's one of those that even if you're angry during the movie, it's fun to complain about it at the end. If anything, it's fun to complain about it at the end. It Can't argue with up, that. Yeah, it, it, it brings yeah. up like the topic Agreed. of like, oh, like what if somebody was hiding in the house, like in an open house? Like, yeah, like what if we turn this into a movie that was actually interesting or good? Like my sequel idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're just in it in movies for some tasteful side boob and some love tasteful cheeks, side boob, some little butt cheeks. Don't know why I did. You know, this yeah. is a very aggressive. Side boob was the best part. I'm not sure I did an Australian accent when I said it. I was like, oh Wait. man, I love some side boob there. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> side boob on the Bobby. Yeah. Oh man, I love myself some good side boob. 
Just, so this movie will bring out your inner Australian. Yeah, just, I mean, there's yeah. so many positives. The prestige. I feel, like, I feel like Crocodile Dundee loves side poop, so I don't know. It's kind of. Well, listeners, let us know in the comments if you think this movie was worth watching once, if you would buy this house and how much you would bid for it. Mm -hmm. Also very curious to know how much money y'all have. What? And if you are rich, please become one of our Patreons and spend all that money on us so that we can bring you more content more rapidly. Ooh, <laughs> rapid Ooh. content. Rapid, rapid content. tent. Love it. You know, mm. gotta get my fingers guns going. Yeah, she's doing really aggressive finger guns. You can't see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not even sure what's that. Yeah. yeah. Finger artillery over here. <laughs> I got a finger bazooka. Yep. <laughs> Is this how you end the show usually? <laughs> Is this your sign off? <laughs> not no. Well, afterwards, yeah. Kinda. <laughs> that is kinda how it usually ends. Finger bazookas. I mean that's fair. <laughs> It's this meets that. Thank you guys for joining us today. This was really fun. It was a real treat. Yeah. Thanks for having us. This was fun. Yeah. We like saying you should be on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Fuck you guys. How about you come on our podcast? Yeah. I'd love to. Where can the listeners find you? You can find us on our website. It's this meets that.com. The Google. Yeah. Yeah. It's this meets that on Instagram, ITMTPod on Twitter. Send us an email. It's this meets that at gmail.com anything yeah and as always you can find us at what podcast am i on <laughs> yeah it was a little yeah. worth watching once i think oh yeah. my god yeah it's like world war one on twitter uh <laughs> do you guys uh, want us to close out your episode well i mean we'll <laughs> <do that. laughs> Sorry. and as always you can find us uh worth watching once on instagram and ww1 pod on twitter thanks again peace what are you guys doing today? I don't know. Probably this. Actually, that's not right. I know what we're doing. See you in five minutes. <laughs>